hearts on my card again at the crib telling your girl that we should ladies and gentlemen what's going on it's your boy bobby dubs and welcome to write the radio that's right we're going off the keyboards and on to the mics we're giving you the latest and greatest in all the sports talk across from me as always is matt maritaya and right to his left is our old friend rob manoff what's going on manoff what up, what up, what up? I know you got the fire. You just, y'all, y'all would have been a, a fly on the wall during the uh, the pre-pod. You know? <laughs> the, the energy is up in this place, so no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm ready. I wasted it all. <laughs> you just wasted it. You better not. There was a lot, need, a lot of fire for in the green room. what we got to talk about in your wheelhouse. I need a nap I need now. all that Thanks, fire because I'm pissed off, and I need you to be pissed off for me after what transpired today, and we'll get to that later. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I like the first sound off though on the Philadelphia Eagles, who are two and four. They lost last Thursday night the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a game that hey they even had a shot to win that one if you want to believe it. I mean they had no, they one possession to get a stop. They got a stop. They could have won the game. They didn't get a stop. They were one stop away from making it a game. What they were the they only they lost by stop. six. They needed. <laughs> To your point, it's, it's been a while, <laughs> but they are two and four. Uh, of course, all the naysayers, all the negative energy is out in the city. Everyone wants to blame this person, blame that person. Uh, we need to get rid of Sirianni. He needs to be one and done. Jalen Hurts is not the guy. There's there's whispers of Minshew in my city. I don't like it, Matt Maritaya. You tell me who's to blame for the team being two and four. I mean, I think I'm saying Minshew rather loudly. Just based off of pure entertainment and mustache factor. I mustache mean, factor. But if you happen to catch the uh, Bell and the Birdman newsletter, yes. which just came out today, uh, I was sort of going over some of the takes and, you know, the most vocal Eagles critic ever, Marcus Hayes, yeah. is calling for the benching of Jalen Hurts and the replacement for Joe Flacco, which is why I'm now on the Minshew trumpet. Because <laughs> if there's even a hint of Joe Flacco, I have to shout that down from the rooftops. Flacco? Flacco yeah, yeah. If you don't go Hurts. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Like, He's what? a 37-year-old, right? We got Jalen Hurts who's running for his life, essentially, whether you know he has to or not. right? What are we going to get from Flacco? We're going to see our sack totals skyrocket. Exactly. Right? He can't move. He's not worse. going anywhere. So, but like, yeah. It makes playing, no playing sense. Flacco implies that you think you're going to win something this year. And like, now I know my argument out there was that, you know, you always play to win. But I meant like when you have an MVP in the league, <laughs> not when you're rebuilding. <laughs> so Flacco's on a one-year deal. He's gone. Like, if you're going to try to figure out if a guy can work in your system – you you skip Flacco and go to Minshew. Yeah, yeah if, yeah. if that's what you're going to do, make, it makes no point. Like you said, they have so many issues outside of the quarterback position that you put in an inferior quarterback in certain areas, like being able to run. There is no more RPO with Joe Flacco. No. <laughs> the run is not an option from a quarterback well, no. standpoint or a running back. Joe Flacco were. would probably hand off the RPO. Yeah, yeah, he would right. probably get a ball to Miles. So yeah. you will see an uptick in the Miles Sanders uh, carries. But yeah, other than that, there Joe really Flacco is no point of having Joe Flacco out there. Like you said, the, the sacks will skyrocket. I don't. Think They're going to have a lot more drives that don't result in points <laughs> you can forget about struggling in the red zone now they're going to struggle to get past the 50 yard line with this guy so no you don't go joe flacco that's ridiculous that just it makes no sense that 
I'm incredulous at the moment. I will get you another one. I'm just I've, really been, I've been I've been death jacked. You've been death jacked. <laughs> so I I ask you who if you if you got a scale and you got Sirianni on one side and Hurts on the other, which way is it tipping as far as who's to blame for this fucking debacle? I'm not. Um, which way we go? His name is Harry Roseman and uh, Jeffrey Glory. <laughs> I'm not picking one of those two. <laughs> you think it's Howie? One of them. Yeah. Look, listen, I think listen, Nick Sirianni cannot on, coach. But I think he, it's very evident he cannot coach. No, I think he's just doing what know. the team wants him to. Like I'm not. I'm not going to go on conspiracy theory here. <laughs> but two he's years, a puppet. From two, <laughs> two years ago, he's a, yeah, he's apparently a Howie, Howie or Jeffrey got mad at Doug in a game they won for running too much, and yeah, then the, the Green Bay go, game, and yeah. the Eagles go out and hire a guy who probably shouldn't be a head coach. Who probably just came in and said, "Yeah, Jeff, I'll, I'll throw the ball for you." Oh man! Like this is a new. This is not new with the Eagles. The uh, like, there's two constant denominators here. This is true. They they seem to not know and, where to put the money. And, and then from when everything, do, like if we're gonna bad. if we're gonna trust our sources and trust media and all from everything we know, the analytics department reports right to Jeffrey Lurie, like the. Um, he has uh, Howie Roseman apparently has say in who plays and who doesn't. Like, I, how much can you blame a coach that doesn't have full power? I don't he, think he has full power. Mm-hmm. He's doing he, what he's he, doing he, to get a job to keep his job. Like, wasn't he a wide receivers coach? Yes. So like he was a wide receivers coach. Well, no, he became was, an offensive coordinator. Yeah, he was, he was the the offensive coordinator at least. Yeah. Indy. But I think you. Not that we're gonna go with experience. I think you may be right. It's, it's like reminds me of like Seinfeld when uh, Kramer went down to Florida and <laughs> Jerry Dad wanted to make him the president of the uh, uh, the condo association, even though he wasn't a senior. He's like, "Look, it's a puppet regime. I'm running it from. I'm pulling the strings from behind the curtain." Like maybe that is what it is with Howie and Jeff. They're like, "All right, we're gonna essentially coach the team and run the team the way we see fit." So we're gonna do things this way. Like they've completely forgot about Miles Sanders. They did this run pass option where all the options lead to Jalen Hurts <laughs> in one way or another. So yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. It, he is hamstrung, but there's certain decisions where it's like common sense would lead you to do certain things, and he's just not doing that. I was like, I don't know how much more hope I can put into this man. And it, Matt was telling me last show that I have hope. Like Andy Dufresne, you gotta have hope. But I'm like, it's tough. Like. Who do you see being gone first between Jalen and the coach? I see Jalen being gone first. It's from the way that I've been yeah. like trying to listen and trying to tune in and read everything I can, like especially after listening to, I think they had a, uh, Darius Slay on the Players' Lounge with Ike, right, mm-hmm. on WIP on Monday night. And he was very complimentary of the coach, right? He He said things that, went beyond the normal like player just oh I have to say this because it's getting recorded right yeah he seems to believe in at least what Sirianni's preaching from an accountability standpoint from maybe not necessarily a play calling standpoint but you know just how he is in practice how he is with the players right from a personality standpoint he's there right people believe yeah. in that aspect of it Jalen Hurts I think we're seeing that he has severe limitations as a quarterback when he's not necessarily maybe in the right offense or has the right people around him. He's not the type of guy that can really 
make up for any deficiencies that you have uh, from a personal Yeah, you're not going to hide yeah. any glaring weaknesses with Jalen Hurts yeah. as your quarterback. Now, the, the running game is an issue. and we It's more than just run the ball. But then again, they're running slightly more than you would think statistically. They're running about 30% of the time. Yeah, but that's but it's it hurts. should be a lot higher. Yeah, but right. A lot, a lot but, of it's hurts. Right, but a lot of that is also the RPOs not becoming run plays. Yeah, yeah. they're they're throwing around sixty eight percent of the time. But again, if that's the option that's being given to Jalen, well, then that number reflects a lot more on him than I think it does Sirianni. Yeah, he uh, well, sometimes he's just straight up not making the right play or taking too long to make the right play. How many times have we seen him literally carry the ball with Miles for a yard and a half before they decide which one of them is going to take it? So you can't do you can't run the RPO that way. Another thing too, and I, I look, I'm not a football guy. I've, <laughs> I've never played. Like I know what people smarter than me tell me, and I've watched it. Right, so like I can't I can't sit there and look and tell you where all the fucking linemen and shit are supposed to go on every play. I don't know that ins and outs. But what I was told about an RPO is Hertz has to read what the defense does. And if the defensive end bites in, he's not supposed to hand it off. If you're a team scheming against Hertz, would you want them to run the ball or would you want him to throw it? So essentially, could teams be forcing Jalen to choose to throw? knowing that it's not a threat. So they're telling their defensive ends or whoever it is that has that dives towards the running back when Jalen makes that read, go there every time. Make him choose to throw the ball. So we might say, now I don't know this, but we might say that he's making the wrong reads or we might say that it's his choice to um, hand the ball off or not. But if he's making the right reads, then he shouldn't be handing the ball off. And that comes back to coaching saying, let's put him under center so the team doesn't know, the defense doesn't know what we're doing. Defenses know they're running an RPO. Everyone knows. I fucking, my lotta came out, who's <laughs> played football for three years and said the other team knew exactly what we were doing. So if I'm a defensive coordinator, it makes no sense. If I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm saying, yo, make, make Hurts throw. He can't throw across the middle. He can't throw deep. Why let him run? Well, just sell out on the run. Well, that that's more on the the QB running back option, right? If a running back's going one way and the defensive end bites, then the quarterback's supposed to keep and run the other way. The on an RPO, RPO, it's a little bit different, right? Because you're usually uh, not know. leaving that guy unguarded. Yeah. I don't think. And like we've seen yeah. plays literally where it's like you can clearly see the hole open up, and had he given Miles the ball, Miles be forty yards down the field. But no, he kept it. He doesn't have an open receiver, or he overthrows somebody, or he throws behind somebody. But it's not just that. It's also the problems with the alignment, the play calling itself. If I see one more fucking shotgun play from inside the five-yard line, I'm going to scream. Well, I mean, like, what is that? That is like, Eagle That's football. a buffoon, At Matt Narratay. What, what big <laughs> physical possession receiver do you have? I don't care. Run the ball. Put three tight ends out there. Do something. But do not sit in the shotgun and wait for somebody to come over and then nothing happens. Okay, or you yeah. make some ridiculous okay, option play. Other than the arm and decision making, what's the biggest knock on Jalen Hurts coming out of the draft and even still to this day? His feet, right? Yes. You want Jalen Hurts taking a three, five, seven step drop every play? 
Nah. Or do you want to eliminate that from his game? He has to be in the shotgun, at if least he's right now. Throw. If he he's going to be in the shotgun, do I don't mind the shotgun but anywhere it, else but in the goal line. <laughs> I formation, halfback blast. Mean, Give me some old Madden shit. And Something. That's another, that's another thing. Hire like, George Lucas. Get some special what, effects on this we're shit. Not, if we're not going to put him, if this is a, a developmental year for him, right? If that's what this is supposed to be, and we're not going to put him in situations that he can't do to learn. Like, we just went through this with Ben. Ben just said they didn't allow me to fail. Whether we believe it or not, whatever. You're not allowing Jalen to try to do things he can't do. So, I back mean, to your question. We're, we're seeing a Jaylen. lot of incompletions. We're seeing a lot of things that Jalen can't yeah, do. We're seeing a lot okay. of underthrown so deep balls. Question, back to the original question, Jalen's the first one to go. Yeah. I think the bigger story here is you have three first-round picks next year, or possibly if things go south for Indy, you have a high second, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they bent, if they were to bench Carson, knowing they, you know, I think the reason you move on from Jalen before Sirianni is because you have a chance to go get a quarterback this year. Quarterbacks are harder to replace than coach. Listen, like if you missed your opportunity at getting, I don't even know the draft, like. They could all suck, but if you miss, yeah, an it's not a particularly deep quarterback draft. But if you draft, miss an opportunity, it's probably a to guy get somewhere. That guy, whether it's trade or whatever, because you want to see Jalen one more year, then you might not get that opportunity again. You could fire Sirianni, find another coach. They all yeah. come up every year. Like I knew, it, like there is no like real tree that keeps winning Super Bowls. Like you have Belichick, you have a couple other guys, but there's new guys that come up the ranks all the time. Like. He's easily replaceable. So even if you were to fire him halfway through next year, if you have a shot at a quarterback and you don't think Jalen's it, they have to take it. Yeah, Chris uh, Thedek says coaches are harder to find than a QB. Are they? I really? mean, because the Eagles haven't had a, court, a quarterback in like 15 years <laughs> since McNabb left. They had one year of Wentz. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, <laughs> I mean, you look. No, Vic, 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 to be a Vic was a legitimate. It's starter. entertaining. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad, Vic. I forgot. But like, if you think about it, look around the league. How, how, how many guys like quarterbacks? They don't grow on trees. Like you have like ten to fifteen good quarterbacks, and the rest are like, eh. <laughs> like I mean, like the ramp. The Jared Goff sucks. We we saw it. <laughs> we saw it. We saw it for freaking almost twenty years. Or like 15, 20 years when we got to the Super Bowl in the conference championship game. Chris, there was a span. Oh. Chris, how many, how many Nick Foles win Super Bowls? I'm being I'm I'm being honest. Like it doesn't that, happen. That a, I, I, I mean, there's the a reason why he was compared to Jeff Hostetler, and, and, and they were the '91 Giants again. That's what the Eagles were in 2017. In the history, lost of the, the quarterback. Guy like, stepped in and did what he had to do. The Bucks won with a shitty quarterback. The Ravens won with a shitty quarterback and the best defense in the league. But who else? Exactly. And people, I was getting to this stat, which is well, mind the, blowing. The, the, the Bears went the to a Super Bowl right with Rex Grossman. Right uh, the. Yeah, Panthers not, went to a Super Bowl not, with Jake DeLome. They're anomalies, though. Right. Right? Tom Brady normal. in his first three Super Bowls was not a great quarterback. Yeah, but he was a decent quarterback. Did you know this stat, though? They, they, you literally went 17 of 20 from 2001 to 2020. 17 of 20 quarterbacks that made the Super Bowl were either Manning, Brady, or Roethlisberger. That's it. And then you had a flavor of the month to go against them. 
It wasn't somebody that was repeatedly going in the NFC. It was those three dudes and whoever was the hot team in the NFC that year. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's not. It's hard. Okay, you get a guy that's going to be a guy on. consistently going to keep getting you to championships. It just doesn't happen. You don't like necessarily that. need a great quarterback, but you need the pieces around them. The Eagles have failed to develop pieces around anyone. Yeah, right, including Wentz, including you know Vic to some degree. Right, you take a look at a team like Tennessee. Right, no Tennessee shot. should they have a legitimate shot of at least being in the AFC Championship? Fine, right? They yeah. have AJ two Brown, very good receivers in AJ Brown and Julio Jones. They have the best running back in football, and they have a defense that should be decent enough to hang in there, right? And at that point, all you really need is a serviceable Ryan Tannehill, right? Who's you actually Ryan playing out of his mind to throw the ball fifty yards to a guy coming across are, the middle? Are the are the Titans the norm, or are they they're go- they are much closer to the norm? That the rest of, of the league is coming to, right? There's always going to be the outliers. There's going to be, you know, your Chiefs, right? Or your, uh, right now it's the Rams, right? Because Stafford's playing out of his mind. But is anybody calling Stafford a great quarterback? Yeah, I, I think he's been I really think he's great. I mean, I, mean, I think, really, he, I think really he's very good. Stuck in Detroit, though. Uh, yeah, I think we don't. We're, we're going to see over the rest of this year, like, really how good even is then, he? Even but, with a, a, a Tannehill, like, at the end of the day, like, Getting these guys who are going to be second round, third round, and they be something like I think Dak's really good. Even Ryan Tino was drafted eighth overall. It's yeah. not like these are just some guy who just happened to be able to play. These are guys who had high ceilings, came in the league, highly drafted, highly touted. Yeah, wasn't Stafford a number one pick? Yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> these, like those are the guys that are going to be the guys. Primarily now, so, you we I mean, missed but ha- but in really, twenty. Your quarterbacks are how often golf and low round picks, right? <laughs> Russell Wilson is the Our singular outlier. Whole pack there, of badgers, right? <laughs> yeah. Wilson no, and that's, Brady. That's it. That's what I'm. But Everybody else is a first rounder. But that's what I'm saying. Because you don't have that opportunity to get that guy. Whenever you want, you have to take advantage of it. Right. If that's there, like a coach will come around, like. If a coach comes up, uh, Eric the Enemy, say they, they like him, right? Yeah. All right? Fire Sirianni, Sirianni whenever you want. Mm-hmm. You have a, you don't have that time frame with a quarterback. It's not like you can just be like, ah, you know what? Hurts ain't it. Um, next season, we'll definitely get a quarterback. I mean, you could say that a lot of people, and you could say, make the argument, that even when we won the title, that was more of the players they had and those veterans and everything than it was the coaching. Doug Peterson doesn't have a job right now. <laughs> we thought about how, how easy you can get rid of a coach. Like Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, he doesn't have a job. How many people? I can name you a couple people who won one Super Bowl and whatever and lived off it forever. Yeah, the guy from Denver. <laughs> but like, wh- where do you think the Eagles would be? Say, like, we got a John Fox has a Super Bowl. Let, Nobody cares. Let's yeah, say like, we got a Kirk Cousins. Right? Are the Eagles still two and four? Yes, probably. Yeah, with the. The offensive talent. Even if the QB play, even if the QB play looks better, I still don't think there's pieces there, right? But and you, who are we going to develop there? They're going to be two and four because they're going to still turn the ball over forty five times. They have so many. That's holes. why they're two and four. It Kirk doesn't Cousins matter the, what they do; they're going to be bad for years at this point. The way Kirk things Cousins are going is the epitome of mediocre. <laughs> so what, what I'm saying is, you, mediocre. You have, he's been a starter for what eight, nine years now on a whole bunch of mediocre teams. Like His teams have gone to the playoffs. He's gone to an NFC Championship game. Okay. I and mean, what? one. And he's played well enough to keep getting oh, contracts. So you're telling me if you had a chance at getting uh, the guy from San Diego, 
Do you think Justin Herbert? So, yeah. like, say there's a Justin Herbert of this year. You think that a coach and the surrounding players is more important than getting that player? I don't think it's more important Not than getting that, that player. Like, you don't but at the same time. That. They are devoid of talent right now. We can grab a QB, but that's not going to cure any of the ills that we're seeing. I don't think their offense is devoid of talent. Like, is Devontae Smith not talented because he only had two catches for 36 yards? He's a very good route runner. I have doubts about his longevity. No, I have doubts about I ask you right now. That's not talent. If they get, if Wentz pick becomes a one, and they they have three number ones, and they decide to go, We'll give you that Dolphins pick, which will probably be the worst of the three. I think the Dolphins finished worse than we did. That should be a top five pick. Yes. <laughs> Are you taking a deal if they go that Dolphins pick <laughs> for Russell Wilson straight up? No. Really? Not him. <laughs> you rather stick with Jalen Hurts? No, Russell's almost always hurt. When is he always hurt? That's he, the first time he's missed any games. What are you talking about? No, he's always there. That is a bold face lie. He's been getting knocked around. He's been I don't care if he's been knocked around. He doesn't miss time. games until right now. It's always <laughs> he's something. Never hey. missed a game. Wait, uh, okay, but he's okay. always there. Okay, so okay sure. he's not going to have DK Metcalf to throw to. I think he can lay one out. You think to he's going to like, turn Jalen Rager into usable? Yes. Yes. No. He's going to be the no. next one. Listen, listen, listen. I don't want to get in this Rager talk because I know people hate Rager. But I don't hate Rick. I, I, keep I love you, Jalen. I love you. Dubs always, loves you. I will always defer in football. He's a track star. That's uh, it. He's a track. No, that's Quez. <laughs> no, that's Quez that actually has song. shown some football sense. <laughs> We've seen Quez like adjust to a ball that came off a defender's hands and still <laughs> make the catch. Yeah. What have we seen Jalen Reger do? Get a PI. That was the most exciting thing he's done in his Eagles career. Okay. <laughs> Other than one punt so, return. Listen, I'm, I'm probably high, but if I watch, so I watch guys on Twitter. And that are that break down the all twenty two that will constantly point out Reger being open, not being found. So if you have a quarterback that can find him, when Hertz rolls the other way and everybody rolls to that side and Reger's on the other side of the field, is that Reger's fault? No, but if he's so o- that's but all, even you then also, he's not open. you also have he's a quarterback. Open then. You, you also have a quarterback that, that never goes open. to his progression. We wouldn't know that. when Jalen Rager's open because Jalen Hurts doesn't turn his fucking head. That's that's the problem with Rager. <laughs> no, but just quarterbacks we, aren't supposed to throw across their body like that, right? No, we saw not. Josh Allen do it once, and it was a Sports Center top ten play. So <laughs> the entire NFL world went like, that's how you do it now. So <laughs> because one guy did it, but he's about the only guy that can do it because he has the combination of arm strength, size, and vision. You're, you're what does Jalen Hurts have? None of that. What do <laughs> most quarterbacks have? At least one of those three they don't I have. Gar- I will sit here and guarantee that if you had a pocket quarterback that was able to go through his progressions, they would find Rager more. Then play Joe Flacco. <laughs> what we just said, it's, no, it's pointless, right? You, you, you jumped to Minshew at that point. Because Minshew's not here this for the line, next two, three years. At least with Minshew, he'd be able to... The, 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 the difference between... The it, it, so I'm not saying that. I would keep playing Hurts. I would allow him to... Because I don't care about this season. Personally. I, this is a developmental season, right? Okay. They is won't it? tell you the truth, but I think you're right. The Eagles won't tell you that, but I think... Man, I, I mean, you just traded Zach Hurts for a six-round pick that probably won't play this year. Like you, you're not going to sit here and tell me and a cornerback. Well, no, it was a fifth rounder and a, and a guy they passed on. Yes, a sixth round pick that has hasn't played a snap this year, and if he gets in the game, do we really expect anything? You just sold. I Jack, mean, they you, desperately need a cornerback. Oh yeah, they do. But you just they sold need Zach, a and their fifth round pick isn't even on the team. He's on the practice squad. 
So you you sold, but I'm saying you sold Zach Ertz for something that's not going to help you this year. So you're going to sell me that you're still trying to win? <laughs> I mean, they have to evaluate Goddard and Tyree Jackson's supposed to come back. It's fine. You think you're going to win just evaluating? So are we evaluating or are we trying to win? I mean, you have to do both. Huh? If you're not doing both, then, you know, what are you doing? It's malpractice, essentially. So, correct. All right. Yeah, you don't go out there and just I up. think yeah. from a front office point of view, no matter what they say, this is an evaluation year. If they lose, if they don't make the playoffs, the only thing the Eagles will care about is not making money on that first game. From a team perspective, and it's the same thing yeah. with the process. Brett Brown never went into that fucking locker room and said, guys, we need to lose tonight. Players Absolutely. never went out on the court oh, and no. say, <laughs> no, but players don't go out on the court and say, fuck it. I'm going to lose for the better man of next year. Because first of all, players don't lose. Your man went out there today and said, fuck it. But that's, <laughs> we'll get to that topic. Players don't want to yeah. lose because higher draft picks mean they're less likely to not have a job. Yes. So let's. <laughs> but the Eagles but, weren't properly dismantled. What? For Yo, all this they weren't. Happen. This wasn't a proper teardown. You are absolutely right. And that's going to cause major problems I think going it's, forward. I think it's coming. Because you got certain spots you might want to hold on to, spots you want to move on from. And then you're going to have a mishmash of players from one era, the other era. Like, you either got a completely what seems to be legit veteran roster like they had in 2017, or you get super young, like some of the other teams around the league have done. Their offense is already but, kind of super young. Yeah, the offense, the defense, you still got some guys long in it, too. Outside of Kelsey. Slay is a veteran. Nelson got years. They got years all up and down that defensive line from Cox and, and Graham, who's hurt. And I, They like they should have gotten younger years ago. And I think the teardown's coming. Didn't. I think you're going to see it. Like You're going to see these guys go. And, and I think you need to start they with They have to replace at least three to four spots on the offensive line. Yeah. That's incredibly well, their difficult. The line hasn't been playing bad. Okay, yes, but how long is Lane yeah, Johnson going to hang on? How Brandon, long is Kelsey? Brandon Brooks I love Jason is all Kelsey. but done. He's not playing. That's what I'm saying. Their offensive line is not playing bad, even though they're gone. Yeah, but is Andre Dillard a legit left tackle? No. That's paid what you paid That's what you got. No. Well, we're going to find out. Is Mylotta a legit right tackle? No. How do we. You don't I, sign in that contract to play right tackle. What, that what? would make him the highest paid right tackle in the league. <laughs> if, if your bookends are Dillard, who's good, and Mylotta, who's good, who cares? Then I'm saying, like, you're right. There is a valuation to it, and there are things that need to change. But their offensive line is not the offensive line of last year, right? Well, no. We all see no. that, right? No, 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 not at all. So the, new, the guys that they had drafted to be backups are stepping in and playing well. Oh, and, yeah. Ahead of these old guys that are out. They're playing all right. But... Is, is Hurts getting sacked every play like they, like Wentz did? No. I mean, I, I, I see Hurts. also Hurt, throwing the ball away and moving. <laughs> I see yeah. I see Hurts run yeah. before he should more than him running because he should. And that's my biggest complaint with Hurts, and I think that's teachable. I just think a lot of people see this as a one-piece, you know, right? It, it, it's a one-piece fix. I think that there are a lot of problems emerging there that it's, you know, we, even with three firsts, we may still be ill-suited going forward for the next three to five years. Uh, we'll see. I mean, they have ten. You got Howie to win. They have ten picks. They're going to need to they, hit on at least six of them. They aren't on the cusp of a championship. That's for damn sure. But if you get <laughs> a good quarterback, they're going to have a shitload of cap room, right? Because doesn't mm-hmm. Wentz come off the cap? 
What I, I, I long for the days. What what happened to this is supposed to be the new norm? Remember whoever with Doug said that is the new norm? Going to Super Bowl. This is why you don't come up with catchy world. phrases, Shut right? Yeah. New norm. You kill dream team. Eagles. Gold standard, right? Burn it all down. If you think of something catchy, burn it just all leave down. It. Seth Rollins. No, leave it in a burn thought bubble. Just, I think they came up with it too quick. Like if you won two or three championships, you go, yo, this is the new norm because it is then. Yeah. You're just an outlier, which I still want to trade for the world. No, not at all. I'll, I'll take a lightning in a bottle championship yeah. <laughs> any day of the week. Chris, but, Chris, oh, my goodness. Chris has been talking. I can't read that. <laughs> they will draft a QB. All right, cool. That's what that's what I think is. And, and the, the, <coughs> sorry. the worst QB draft in the last, what, five exactly. to ten years? But um, And that's, that's another thing, too. Like, There's going to be a guy Miami going in the top 10 that wouldn't be in the top three rounds in the other draft. What you're talking about, so I'm I'm, I'm not draft Twitter. I'm not draft person. I don't watch college football. I think the game sucks. I don't have a college football game uh, team. I'm just not into it. So I don't know this stuff. But that Miami pick being top five, like, changes things for real. Because as much as Matt said, we have holes. You're no longer looking at trading three first-round picks to move up for a quarterback. Yeah, you're looking at that Miami pick becoming a quarterback. Yeah, who I guess everyone says all the quarterbacks suck in college football. So, <laughs> you're right, Matt. Yeah. Well, his shoes match his shirt. <laughs> I know, Matt is looking fly out here. He's got the white turtleneck. But uh, moving along to go from one bad situation or. A situation that has the potential to be bad to one that is very bad, which is the Sixers. Today, Ben was <laughs> Simmons was supposed to talk to the media. Two seconds before that happened, he got suspended because he got thrown out of practice for not wanting to <laughs> acting like he didn't want to be there. So I asked you, like, number one, what did you make of when Ben showed up? What was that last week? He just showed up mm-hmm. at the building, like, "Hey, I'm here. Give me my money." <laughs> mm-hmm. And to the his behavior at the first practice, him getting thrown. Like, talk to me, man. Or what are you saying? Like, so, I remember there was a lot of guys who were even then looking at it like still kind of. I'm not gonna say defending Ben, but there were a lot of people online like, oh, y'all making too much of this whole practice thing and him not being in the huddle. That's bullshit. Look at y'all looking for a story. He and I was like, like, no, this dude is an asshole and so, a pain in the neck. No, I want like Bruce this. Willis and Twelve Monkeys so coming out of the. Pothole <laughs> by City Hall. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say something because I'm getting a lot of I defend Ben, right? So I, I'm pers- personally, my son is five years old. He's gonna be six. His name is Ben. ben. Coincidentally, yeah, we know. When he goes to when whenever the Sixers are on, he asks where Ben Sinanim is. Is right? <laughs> That's exactly how he says it. So trust me, in, in no way do I. That's his favorite player. Am I defending Ben? My Oof. thing with Ben is I understand. You're going to have to do a lot of coaching with him. What? <laughs> Ben's my, his my favorite son? player. <laughs> ah, dude. Shoot the ball, yeah. son. Oh, my God. That kid can't remember his friend's names in school. <laughs> yeah. He'll forget about Ben real quick. <laughs> um, but regardless, like, when I when I talk, and if you follow me on Twitter, like, I talk about this a lot because I suck. Um, <laughs> I'm not defending Ben. I am more, like, I, I, I'm a Sixers fan. I've been. I want more. Get out of here. One. I. I've seen <laughs> one good game in a championship in thirty-five years with the Sixers. 
I got game one of 2001. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's like crazy. That's the really fact crazy, that yeah. the fact that Ben is doing this, and they're gonna they're not gonna get the value we think they get. I'm pissed. But from a huge like, I, I get what Ben is saying, so I understand that, and I get what he's doing. While we sit here and say that's not us. <laughs> we're, ha- we're, having, we're having some video issues. <laughs> I don't. I don't no, roll, that's us. I don't roll I like that, that guy. guy. Yeah, <laughs> that guy was getting it in. I, I can't do all that. <laughs> um, no. So when, what, what Ben is doing, like we can call Ben an asshole. We can call him a shitty teammate. Historically, he's not right. If you talk to his teammates outside of this concept, everybody loves him. He's an asshole in the media. Don't get me wrong. We all know this. But outside of that, like he's a practical joker. He hangs out with the guys. He's social. This situation is different. So now he's become this asshole, right? So I don't think – so I think part of it is him sulking. But I, I think this is a playbook. Like it's a playbook because he wants to leave. It's the small market playbook, but this is Philadelphia. Philadelphia this is yeah. not a small market team. But what does it, it change? This is Daryl Moore. Yeah, this is not okay. the Minnesota right. Timberwolves. Well, Daryl Moore Timber is not going to get pushed around by Ben or Clutch Sports or anybody. Then Daryl's an idiot. Yeah, this is not New Orleans. I don't think so. Because this is, not, this is not about pride. This is not about setting an example. This is about putting your best product out there and getting a championship in Joel's prime. So if you're sitting back and going, I'm not trading Ben because fuck Ben. I don't think you're doing more harm to the team than not. The thing about this is it it doesn't really matter. The the playbook is right. Request a trade. This this happened on all of them. You wait a little bit. You see if the team does it. As the season gets near, (laughs) as the team doesn't make moves, you amplify the circus. And we've seen this. Ben requested a trade in June. In August, we heard he wasn't showing up, right? So there was two months where everything was yeah. cool, all right? So then all of a sudden, he doesn't show up. Then the Sixers come out and go, wait, 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 wait. I, uh, we're not trading Ben. We want Ben back. And then Ben's team leaks to the media that he can't play with Joel anymore. That's not a coincidence. That timing no, is not a coincidence. To get out of here. That's not. So then he held out, right? He took his million dollars in fines or whatever, right? And he came back. And more, and everyone goes, oh, Maury for the W, Maury for the W. What W happened since he's been back? In two days of practice, we've seen Joel say, I don't care about that man. Yeah. We've seen Joel. I like that. I well, like, he can't right now. But exactly. That's the point. Joel is in speaking like a get, leader of a team. Yeah. I'm worried about the guys in the building, the guys that are sitting here playing with me. That's what but he's If anything, to. Okay. this helps Joel reach that next level of maturity that That's we've been fine. wanting him no, to get to. Ben does not care about Joel's maturity. He doesn't care <laughs> about I don't care about Ben, and neither does Daryl. But you care about the Sixers, and so should Daryl. <laughs> so ben what, are we kissing here. this guy's ass, please? Ben, come back and go it's come not, play? It's not... Nobody's doing that. He's a grown man acting like a child. They are kissing his ass to come back. They did it all summer. They did it all summer because they can't get what they want for Ben. I'm not defending Ben, but realize Ben in the building is worse for this team than Ben not in the building. That's why he came back. He got paid July. He got paid on July first, eight point two five million dollars. On October first, he was got paid his other twenty five percent. They withheld it. And the day he shows up, he gets that money minus fines. So within the past four months, he's gotten fifteen mil- 
14 and a half, 15 million dollars deposited into his bank account. He lost 1.5, right? They can find him and they will continue to find him. And the reason that they kept it in the escrow was because they didn't need to chase him down. He gets paid on the 15th, $1.5 million every 15th, right? If his goal is to leave, they will withhold that $1.5 million. He will lose it. He will get fined. And until then, he's going to make this a fucking circus. And what you're going to see is a progression of Joel Embiid going, I, I don't care about that man. He's going to get pissed. The de- Joel so what do you suggest they do? Trade him. For who? For what? For, yeah, for, for what? Malcolm for Brock? Anybody? You can't, you can't, he fucked that up. No, and I would have done that before, but Maury fucked that up because Brogdon can't be traded now. He just lost a trade partner by, by holding out. I wouldn't well, have wanted Malcolm Brogdon anyway. But who do you want? I wanted the only deal that I was really into was sending him to Sacramento. But for other, uh For what was the rumor they had out there? Was Halliburton? It, yeah, Halliburton and Heald. So right? the, king, the king said no, right? All right, so they said no. Well, then whatever. So then, okay. I'll so, hold Ben until I force yeah, his you hand sit on him. or somebody else's need force arises. No, you what? wait till December, January. What do you, what do you Cavs will realize they at? suck and they'll throw you second. To show up? Either to show up or to shut up. It doesn't matter, but, right? Okay. Because again. I have Tyrese Maxey, and I want Maxey to Tyrese play. Tyrese Maxey. I have the rest of the team to develop. Yeah, every time he shows up, it shows his ass, he will get suspended again. Yeah. You're correct. Point blank, period. And then it will be a media circus. They will be asking Joel again and again. Joel can score 50 tomorrow night in the best shape of his life on an MVP-type career last se- season last season, and all he's going to talk about is Ben Simmons. You're a top five player in the league. You think you give a fuck about Ben Simmons right now? No. You do not win championships in toxic environments. You don't. Ben's goal in this is to create a toxic environment. There's how does what how does Ben's value get raised here? It doesn't. Okay. You have to wait so for what's an holding injury. on for him. You have to wait for injuries. You have to wait for somebody to have a need. An right now, nobody in the league has a need for Ben Simmons. No, a small market team 100% has a need for Ben Simmons. Because for him, big, for him to take Oklahoma City to become what? A seven seed? It doesn't matter. Because an, a, a small market team does not get the chance to sign big name free agents. In fact, in the NBA, big name free agents don't happen. The last one was Kevin Durant and KD. They all re-up. It's smarter for them to extend and stay than it is to go to free agency. So a small market team, but when, when a guy but this is him, the thing, Ben Simmons has legitimate NBA superstar talent, but right now he is not an NBA superstar. Okay, exactly. He is not a big name free agent. No, he is a big name. He could be, yeah, sure. He's a big name Correct. because there's big controversy around him. He's a 25-year-old. Because there's big old, question marks around no. him. He's a 25-year-old. There's no made, question marks? No, there's question marks. But no, that's They're not, not big? A, that's not why he's a big name. He's a top 30 player. He's a big Easily. He's a big name because there's been a documentary about him, right? Because he was the number one pick coming out of school, right? And now we've seen over the course of you know some years, right, he has serious talent, but there are serious developmental issues, whether that's from a clutch standpoint, whether it's from maturity, whether it's the actual you know game of basketball, right? Okay. Ben Simmons is probably one of the most divisive players in the league. That's really he was also All NBA last year. That means sure. Something. Like I, I don't, I don't care. Like he, he was, he was a running up defensive player of the year. Yes, like, he's one of the best defensive one of the players best, in the NBA. He, he's one of the best facilitators in the league. Which like, is why you just don't give him away for fucking peanuts. 
But I'm not with Maury going. Stop saying it's peanuts. No, Maury said Murray, I'm not giving him away no. for a bench player. And I don't want a bench player either. So I'm not no, taking that's not any. What, but that's, that's not what Maury said. That's the last report I got was Maury, I will not deal him for, for a, a stack players. of role players. Okay. When has a disgruntled star in the NBA gone for anything more than role players and picks? When? Kawhi Leonard went for DeMar DeRozan. It doesn't happen. The league, the GMs are not dumb. They're not going to be fooled by 10 games of Ben Simmons playing in a regular season. If everybody on WIP can tell, calling WIP can tell, that the problem with Ben Simmons is in the playoffs and not the regular season, you, you think a fucking GM in the NBA is going to be like, ah, that dude had a good game. Let's trade for him. No. All you're doing right now is creating a media circus and hopes that there's this fucking magical deal out there that lands you Beal or Dame. Like, Go I'm not Kyrie. talking, and, and everyone who says, oh, I'm not trading him for peanuts, guess what? I want Kyrie. Well, that doesn't work because Ben's not vaccinated. So why would Brooklyn even care? And on top of that, like, if you try to go get Kyrie, you better make sure, damn sure he doesn't retire, and you're trading for one year of Kyrie. He has a player option after this yeah. year. He doesn't need to stay. Look, Essentially, so, what but, I would like is a better deal than what we gave Minnesota for Jimmy Butler. You're going to get that. They've I'm, already I'm, been not entire, I'm not sure. Brogdon I don't LeVert, think so. Brogdon, LeVert, and Picks is 100% better than fucking Rocco and Dario. 100%. DeJounte Murray and Picks from the Spurs is 100% better than that. That would be. I would, upset, I would accept that. I need that, Sexton, but, somebody else, and Picks from Cleveland. What? And I'll take that. If I can get Colin Sexton, somebody else gonna, from Cleveland, and Picks, I'll take that all day long. So, But that's my thing. You, you, you just said, then I'm not it, trading them for peanuts. But then you're talking about these deals that are there. They can be done. Then they need to do Darryl it. Darren Murray has decided that he's not trading Ben unless he gets a top five to ten player. It's just not going to happen. Exactly. But also, so, doesn't Ben hasn't Ben and his camp been very vocal about him not wanting to go to a place like no, Cleveland? Not at all. I mean, we've not heard all the once. rumors. He no. wants to be in California. He wants to be have in California. We, have we broken Ben that he'd accept Minnesota yes. or Cleveland? It's already or, been rumored out there that he wants to be anywhere but Philadelphia. And it doesn't matter. Like, he doesn't have that choice to accept it. That's the big thing about That's where the four years comes in. Because a team trading for him knows they got four years. If you trade for a guy with one year left who says, Kawhi Leonard, I don't want, I want to be in LA. I have one year left. Toronto took a fucking swing and ended up winning. They swung for the fences and got it. Mm-hmm. What did Kawhi do? He went to LA. He left. What is yeah. Toronto now? Yeah, they're all right. Yeah. So if you're they're trading mad. for Ben, Ben has no choice in where he goes. None. A small market team will not get a player like Ben unless they trade for him. So everyone's saying there's like peanuts or fucking they're not going to get anything. They're not going to get the peanuts is in comparison to what we expect because we all expected Dame. Well, I thought that was unrealistic from the beginning. Yeah. Beal or is. Dame just never no, seemed. Because it's not just Ben for Dame then. It's, it it yeah. switches then because now you have a package. Now you have now three picks. You have Maxi. You have Thibel and Ben going for a guy like Dame who doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. That's, that's different. But at the same you, time, I think that was too much. That would have hamstrung the rest of the team. So what do you what is your proposal? I, I don't really have a proposal. I just don't think that there's any way out of this cleanly without there being some type of major you're gonna lose domino a, falling somewhere else you're in the lo- league. You're 
at first glance, when this trade goes down, you're going to lose this trade. Just like the Pacers lost yeah, Paul George's trade. Just, just like the Pacers lost Paul George's trade that turned into Oladipo and Sabonis. Just like New Orleans lost the AD trade that turned into getting the number one pick eventually, getting a bunch of picks, have great trade value right now, and Brandon Ingram. Right, but how long are they going to have to wait, right? At what point does New Orleans say, oh, we And the guy they took that number trade. one is what? already hurt. Right, or the Pacers, Again. right? No, but how, how long does that have to play out before that's a really good trade? I think it, it took only, one year. Oladipo was an all-star in the next year. Okay, Oladipo an all-star does what for the Pacers franchise? Nothing, because they don't have Juwan Bede. Oladipo, if you trade for DeJounte Murray... You, said, you said Sabonis, no. too. right? So, so what? They're, they're a middling Eastern Conference team. Correct. Because you don't have Joel Embiid. When they traded Paul George, it was a reset button. If you take that trade, if you take the Olin Depot trade, and you swap Ben and Olin Depot, and Olin Depot comes in and has an all-star year, you're putting an all-star player, young all-star player caliber, on the number one seed. You're not taking the step back that people think you are. DeJounte Murray... With us, yes, but that's the Pacers. That's a bad example. It's not. Because we're talking about value. The value of a disgruntled star in the NBA is not high. James Harden just went for four picks in Karis LeVert. Think about that. Four picks is a pretty steep value in the NBA. Correct. And we've heard that uh, if we're going off of rumors... And he was as disgruntled as they come. But here's the thing. If we're going off of rumors, right? CJ McCollum, Rocco, and and two picks from uh, Portland, right? Mm -hmm. People say that's, that's, that's pennies. Is it pennies? No. It's it's pennies to not what when it comes think. to picks. I don't think picks is pennies. Correct. You're going to get players picks. are pennies. You're going to get picks and a player for Ben, and then a, probably a salary fill. I think that's our what best he's going case to get. scenario. That's is not what Maury wants. Something like no. what I think you put this out there, Rob, and I thought it was legitimately something. Again, if you're going to get somebody who's like box office, who's a name, who's somebody like okay, I I can be happy with that. It's going to be in the realm of something where there's multiple teams involved. I think you had something involved where. It was even the, Tobias was the, moved in. Somehow we nah, got C- somebody had somebody where we got CJ, and but Dame went somewhere else. We got CJ. Ben went somewhere. Somebody went to yeah, Portland. That, that was a Bleacher some, Report thing. And somebody yeah, was somewhere. Like it was like a five team trade where Beal and Dame and Ben got traded. Like that doesn't happen in the NBA. It just doesn't. You don't see that much star power move. The problem, the, the thing with Ben is, and the thing what's hurting Maury is there aren't enough teams out there that want to trade for him, need to trade for him, or can trade for him. Every contender right now would have to give up one of their big threes. So he's not going to a contender. He's not. Every contender right now doesn't have picks. Well, he vocally doesn't want to go to a contender. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck what Ben wants. Get him out. He's a kid. My thing <laughs> is, <laughs> he's been back for two days, and he's already a cancer. He said it. He's a he, cancer. He is a cancer. What happens with cancers? I mean, that's if we believed what? that the Ben apology tour was about to start. It's not. If we bought into that, then that was our fault. Okay. So what happens with cancers? And it seemed like the media did. What happens with cancer if you don't do anything? It spreads. It gets worse. Unless it's it benign. Grows. Unless it's benign. Benign ben and half. benign. Look at what happened. He's practiced <laughs> for two malignant. days. definitely malignant. He's a malignant motherfucker. He's practiced for two days and got kicked out already. You're not. You have no shot of winning with thirty-five million dollars in dead salary. You don't. 
Probably not. His value isn't going up. Where is it going? No, what, 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 what top 20 player is going to come available in the next three weeks? The next two, four months? Probably nobody. I'm, I'm at the point where Rob is right where at this point you just have to cut. Ben, the, right I now. Don't get, I don't get disagree. What, I just the think best thing the you can get for him, for but you got to get him the hell out of your building. Ben, ben right now is a net negative for that team. That's the problem. Finding a team he's a net positive for. It doesn't matter. A team will take the chance on it. Woj even said it today. After everything that happened, Woj came out and said, there are teams that still want Ben Simmons. The reason Ben Simmons is a net negative right now is because he doesn't want to be here, not because he's a bad basketball player. Because if things like today are going to continue to happen, this is the playbook. Create a toxic environment. Get traded. If you want to get traded, if you want to get fired, you become a shitty employee. This is what the modern athlete does now. He's right, though. It was it's the same all, thing, the thing they AD, can do. With because Jimmy, it was like, all right, I'm forced out. It's I'm the, not going to play. It's the only I'm thing AD. they can do. I'm going to start a ruckus at practice. See, this Jimmy. is the thing, though. And for then, better or worse, this could be Maury standing up for the entire NBA. Fuck the NBA. Right, but this is the type of person that he is, right? Yeah, he's and the, the, whole, he's with the whole LeBron, Hong Kong. Then he's actively thing. hurting his team. I don't think he cares. I think Maury. standpoint, Maury would be right. No, well, he's not no, the GM. From a moral standpoint, but I he think, would be setting a precedent of yeah. we're not going to tolerate this baby shit where we just give you what you want. Okay, they, it would be not, like maybe it doesn't do, but if you set a precedent of they're not going to get away with this anymore, and I, I was all for you know player power and them dictating where they go and this new era of I'll play where I want to play and I'll make sure I can play with my friends and all that type shit. I was a big fan of that, and that's why it was different from you know how we we like to glorify the stuff from back in the day in the nineties and Mike and all that, where literally everybody played in the same place for fifteen straight years, and you wonder why only the one team won every year. That's what happens when everybody stays in the same place. Yeah, no guys, shit, guys forced their way out. Poor Portland, <laughs> who forced their way out except Barkley? What? Everybody else was in the same fucking spot from eighty nine to ninety eight. Every player except Charles Barkley. And Clyde Drexler, that's it. So about, so about this. That's why the same team won six titles. Well, no other reason. No, they had well, they had two of the top <laughs> fifty. Players. Yeah, yeah, and if nobody time. else switches teams to help each other out, no, you're not going to beat the two team, the team, the best two players. You're just not. So and now we got an era where people play wherever, and I get that. But if and I'm not truly for setting this president of telling the players you can't do this anymore. You're not fucking in control. We are. But if this is a grandstand that Maury's going to take, you got to respect the hell out of it because he's willing to go and throw, lay on his shield, on his sword, and go, you know what? Not Fuck him. him. I'm not letting him dictate what we do in this shield. building. I don't, th- I don't think he would do it shield. either, though. Without it's Joel's. It's I don't think mine. he would do it without Joel's approval. Dude, Joel can say he's approving it now. But in two months, that's just going to change. You can see Joel's demeanor change in two days that Ben's been here. Well, we have to. I mean, we ha- we just have to play it out. Play and Joel out pissed. What? Joel pissed when we've he's seen him pissed. He's been some of the best. Some of the best basketball he's played in his play whole it life. Out for what? What do you accomplish by keeping him here? I don't know. Setting a precedence that hurts your team but benefits the rest of the league. Fuck that league. Fuck Adam Fuck Silver. No, I'm being dead serious. Silver. Everyone's like, oh, the league needs to step in. No, because the last time the league stepped in, Hinky got forced out. Fuck <laughs> them. Keep them away from my team. Do well, what's yeah. best for my team. And, and who is Hinky's guy? Huh? Maury. 
This all goes back to Hinky and the process. Man, I'm the going off like B Rabbit over here. This Fuck is the Pepe Pepe Silva of the NBA. Well, that's the thing. I'm not here. I could give a Fuck if Ben's fine or not. Yeah. You want to know why? We People would, celebrating that Ben's fine, all it does is put money back in Josh Harris's pockets. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Honestly. I love it. None yeah. of us. Nobody. No, over there no. sounded like B-Rabbit at the end. <laughs> my goal, Eight my goal as a fan is to see this team win. You will not win with $35 million sulking every day, creating a toxic environment. There's nothing Ben can do from now to the deadline outside of Beal or Dame forcing their way out, which we've been asking for that for how many years now? Mm-hmm. Like, Dame just came out today and said, I'm not leaving Portland. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, like, we can sit around and think this all we want. But, like, at some point, Ben is doing more harm to your goal as a team than you are doing good by keeping him. If another team wants to fall on that sword, fine. I've won one, one NBA Finals game since I in my lifetime. Wait, 85. Didn't win after 85, right? No. 83 was like that. So yeah. one NBA Finals game in my lifetime. And you think I'm going to sit here and spite Ben Simmons <laughs> by losing? Nah, dude. Well, we're not going to, but it's not our choice. Hey, it's not not the, I wish choice. it was, but. That's what I'm saying. It's the wrong choice. Yeah. Uh, he needs to change the scenery. We need a change from him. But. Speaking of changes, I just something go fun. Yeah. Go Flyers, <laughs> by the way. You know, they got three points. You know, they had a, a tie and a win. So good for them. Uh, I'm happy about the Flyers. I think they got some potential. Uh, Matt Merthe, what do you see the season outlook looking for them? Well, I mean, when it comes to the Flyers, it part of it comes down to goaltending. And we've seen the yes Right in the last game with Carter Hart playing very well, and we've seen yeah. the no with him looking shaky in game one. But again, it's going to come down to defense, uh, trying to find some depth scoring, and really, is this team going to play together? Right, because we've they've had chemistry issues from in what the past. I saw. It looked like they they they, yeah. they want to play together because I I see my guy stand up for the captain and lay that and forecheck. Uh, in the last game, so it was like, look, you mess with us, we're going to get you back. And I like that. I like that type of mentality. Exactly. And, and that was something that you, was... You hit my guy, yeah. you're going to feel it later. Right. That was missing last season. That's yes. why, you know, Oscar Lindblom getting into a fight seemed like such an egregious, you know, thing. Right? Because he was the guy who was standing up for himself against the Islanders after having, you know, one game where they really beat him up and nobody responded. So yeah. when you have your, you know, cancer patient essentially fighting somebody and nobody else was doing Hashtag it, Oscar that Strong. was a problem. Yeah. And that's why they kept a guy like Sam Moran around, right? And when he his knee heals up, he'll be back. They just signed two or three guys in uh, McElwain and I think Patrick Brown who will throw the gloves, right? They'll get into some fights. They have made themselves a tougher team to play against, right? Same thing with Rasmus Ristolainen. Now we have to see if they can fill Love out the rest name. of the offense, <laughs> But, you know, and that's really the part that remains to be seen. They're going to be a better team defensively. They're going to be tougher to play against. But can they keep up on the offensive end? And that's the real question. So far, they have. But we have to so play it out. So we're optimistic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would think that. Wild, wild card, maybe. Is Carter Hart good? Because some I people think he's say good. he's good. And then, like, I don't, he gets in knows. his own head. He, he's a guy that's very dependent on the mental aspect yeah. of the game. 
So like last year, the biggest thing with him was he broke up with his sports psychologist <laughs> and then never really found his footing, whether it was, yeah, you know, they got the house COVID, got the kids, or traveling or you know, all that thing. And, and, the, and the defense wasn't very good. No, so all that contributed no to it. In yeah. front of them. Like. Yeah. So now he's got another year of comfortability with the Eagles goal, uh, the uh, Flyers <laughs> goaltending coach. Right, he has another year. The Eagles might as well. Yeah, <laughs> with, with with a couple of defensemen. They need a goaltending yeah. coach for the Eagles. Yeah. God damn, no. <laughs> they ain't coaching football, so they might as well coach goaltending. Oh, but uh, I still think Sirianni has has some lasso esque uh, truths wow. to him. I think he'll oh, be man. good. He lo- he he looks like a, a president well, after four years right now. Yo, <laughs> just stress the fuck to hell. Oh man, <laughs> as long as there's hair poking out from that visor, he's okay. <laughs> oh man, but I do appreciate you know the changes, the changes the Flyers have made. But a lot of changes have been made around the world. One of the biggest changes we got was Kanye changed his name, guys. He's now Yay. He's officially Yay. Yay. Just Yay. The last name. Remember that Taylor. He's Yay now. Taylor. Taylor I heard about that. Y'all heard. <laughs> I've Taylor's been, like his know. mama called him Kanye. I'm gonna call him Kanye. Yeah. I, heard, <laughs> I heard Taylor is a big Kanye fan. For real, like got. Kanye. I know he's a big Kanye fan, but he ain't he's calling him Kanye. Yeah. He's got Kanye on the on a, on a t-shirt. I'm, I bet you he's he rocking Yeezys. <laughs> that he ain't rocking Yeezys, <laughs> and he ain't calling him Yay. But I think of the Yay changing his name, and you know we see that a lot in sports. We see guys they convert, they change religions, they change names. So I was wondering if some of you guys had any of your your top five or maybe your favorite change in names when it comes to sports. Didn't Prince change his name to a symbol? It was a symbol. Yep. And Prince, as we know, <laughs> legendary playground basketball player. Absolutely. Yeah. Game. Meta world, Meta world Peace. Meta World Peace is a world good one. World Be Free. World Be Free. Yep. I mean, Bernard the most free. obvious one's got to be Ali, right? <laughs> Muhammad Ali was Cassius Clay. Mm-hmm. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mr. Lou Alcindor. Lou Alcindor. But like, I think. Mahmoud abdul Rauf used to be what, gentlemen? Chris Jackson. I think there's a difference between yay changing his name to Kanye changes his name to yay then guys converting and changing their names yeah. where like Metal World Peace just changed his name to Metal, Metal World, World Peace, Peace for whatever fucking reason yeah just like World Be Free like who did the World Be so. Free <laughs> or it, it was like uh, what was the one guy The uh, I think he was a power forward in the NBA he had like the two names and he just started going by the one name I think he played for the Spurs a lot uh, what is the dude's name Coffee Black no <laughs> I know Black. a guy named Coffee <laughs> no, it was a guy. Oh my God, what was his name? Oh man, uh, oh. remember Nene? It was Nene something, oh, and then it was just Nene. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he he went soccer on it. Just Nene. He's just in, uh, Nene. I think he's in China. Is no. he in China mm-hmm. now? I think so. Yeah. He's still playing. Yeah, he's yeah. either in China or on the Rockets. Or on the Rockets. He, those are the only places he's left. Uh, that or the Nuggets. Philadelphia uh, light heavyweight champion. Matthew Saad Muhammad oh, was yeah. born Maxwell Antonio Loach. <laughs> oh, wow. And also went by Matthew Franklin at one point. Oh, man. So there there may have been some extenuating circumstances in one of those changes, but there was a conversion to or, uh, to I, Islam. I like when point. they changed the, the name, but they just changed it to like a derivative. Yeah. Like how we went back and forth for a few years between Michael and Mike Vick. Like, was mm-hmm. it Mike? Was it Michael Vick? <laughs> He's like, it's Mike Vick now. Did, like, whatever, dude. <laughs> didn't Tyson change his name in jail and then just went, was like, screw it, I'm still Mike Tyson? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Canoes. 
<laughs> Robinson Canoes, formerly <laughs> Robinson <laughs> Canoe. Yeah. 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 Robinson Canoes. She'll never watch this, so I won't get in trouble. But my, my daughter passed out in our bed like a couple minutes ago, and, and my wife. Uh, oh, okay. My wife said she let me move her to her room. No problems. They didn't even have canoes. What the fuck is a canoe? I figured out what it was. Ah, there we go. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I want to say something before. Oh, we Hakeem end it. and Akeem. Remember that? It was an A. Then they changed it to an H. I'm like, mm-hmm. what different? I'm Hakeem. Name. Hakeem. <laughs> if you had to change your name, what would you change it to? Oh, my name? I don't know. I, for some reason, I always want to have a name like a Russian spy. I'm going to change my name to Dietrich. I don't think you can pass as Dietrich. Dietrich Van Diego. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you're going to pass as that. I can't pull off a Dietrich. By the way, I'm going to say something. If I'm wrong about this Ben Simmons thing and Maury proves me wrong, like I'll do a fucking we'll, campaign We'll just blast you on Twitter. That's all. No, nah, yeah. dude, that happens all the time. <laughs> I'll make a campaign. I'll do... I'll go on I want you to every wear single sandwich board that says Maury was right. <laughs> and say Maury was right, I was wrong. Sandwich, I want you using a sandwich board all the way up Broad Street that says Maury was right. Well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> if you buy me a t-shirt, I'll wear it. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Maury was right t-shirt. That's uh, cool. <laughs> We're going to tell you where we can find you. You can find me, Bobby Dubs, uh, on the Twitters at Rob M. Whitney. You can find me on Instagram, Robo the Writer. You can go to Amazon and get the book, Hope Over Hurt. You can check us out at Triple Play Media. You can check us out here, always the last out media. We're on several different podcasts. Go check out Bell and the Birdman, Grab Your Liquid Death. Matt Maritea, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me in St. Louis rolling on dubs. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me on a cork board with a <laughs> string. Connecting the firing of Sam Hinkie to Daryl Morey taking a standing as the NBA and trying to dismantle clutch sports. <laughs> that doesn't uh, even make sense. You could find him in Adele's bedroom window. Why would they help him? Well, because clutch right now has a controlling interest in the NBA. Not you know financially or anything, but from in terms of superstar talent. Right, uh, and connection to the Lakers. What He's trying to bring down that yeah. whole machine. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's giving the subliminal message tapes to Adele. He's a loser. Leave him, baby. <laughs> yes. Now, Russian machines, they never break. But otherwise, you can find me operating uh, the Twitter accounts uh, at Matthew Maratea. Yes. M-A-R-A-T-E-A. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Triple uh, Play Media. We're rocking the Substack. Uh, Bell and the Birdman, lots of liquid death, cold, quenching, thirst, water direct from the Alps. <laughs> I'm not giving cold. a liquid death fucking commercial. <laughs> the cans are recyclable, no Rob Manoff. Exactly. All cans are recyclable. Where can they find Rob Manoff? <laughs> um, in my backyard. <laughs> With his feet um, up. <laughs> no, it's just on Twitter, Manoff RM. Um, all that other social media bullshit I don't do. Um, Check out his Substack. He's yeah, being modest. Yeah. Check out Rob's Substack. It's dope. I don't know why I got my own, but we're, we're going to roll with it for now. <laughs> um, but yeah. He still ain't open the email. I sent him this during triple play, but that, that's another <laughs> <Yeah>. answer. <laughs> so, no, no, no. That's kind of my fault, but not really. Because <laughs> the fucking Gmail app sends it to like some random folder that I never look in. Oh, wow. So I will go. Look, I will it's go in look promotion. Like, it's something like that. I don't fucking go in promotions. I don't care if Bed Bath and Beyond is giving me twenty. Oh man, off. get out of here. Oh man. 
<laughs> That's right, yes. radio. We out of here. <laughs> Taylor, we see you next time. <laughs> Furk on Cork Mars. Dream smarter than a lot of these. Swear the coaches brought the starter in. Yeah, and I'm the type to tell your daughter things. I flow high.